So earlier today, Neil and I were, were, were recording Aliens Explored, very much like we're doing, you know, right now. Um, and we had planned to uh, record the, about this event in 1952 in Washington, D.C., where basically some UFOs buzzed the White House. A really big deal at the time. A big event. Um, Neil starts off saying, well, I want a little rant about something in our last episode. Turns into the entire fucking 30 minutes is just <laughs> Neil ranting and raving. I, I, I arrived with an agenda. I, I was triggered. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I could no longer hold my tongue. We had to change the entire thing. Right, no, we're not talking about the usual <laughs> thing now. Um so, so we're now going to hijack Tales from the Twenty Side and spend the next hour. Neil's mm. going to go off on one. You <laughs> absolutely will not. Welcome back, <laughs> listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. My name is Dom, and I'm your games master for this game and for many other games. And I'm joined, as always, by Stu. Hello. By Neil. Never mind that. I've got something to say. <laughs> by Darren. Hello. And by Amy. Hello. Good evening, everybody. Uh, dare I ask, how are we all? Mm. Right. <laughs> Not bad. Stu, Stu and Neil close to roll, rolling initiative in, in, in real life again. Is that, what, yeah. is that what's going on? Do you, do you know what? We get <laughs> right. We get very passionate. We we do it in this game as well. We get very passionate about what we're doing, and we get very. We sound very heated, but no, nah, I mean. No, I, I respect Neil as much as I always have done. Which is not at all. <gasps> How dare Critical you? Hit. And, and, and likewise. No, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I was surprised when I when I listened to an episode back. I thought, oh God, it, it sounds like we're really going at each other. We're really hammer on talks. Mind you, when we when we did that last live one, and we were mm-hmm. mentioning digressions. Um, there were quite a few comments that came and said, oh, no, we like your digression. So there's a, a real treat for our listeners there. The, the entire episode was a digression. <laughs> our listeners have come, uh, basically have turned it into a drinking game. <laughs> so, yeah, every time we digress, take a drink. So, uh, yeah, we're now getting uh, bills from the Priory and all sorts. <laughs> Yeah, well, glad to hear. Glad to hear it's all going well with uh, Aliens Explored, though. Mm. How, how, how many episodes are you guys up to now? We've just recorded episode number Neil sixty. It was meant to be sixty-four. No, and then it, no, no. It was, originally, what? sorry. Who might? What? Where's this? So, so this is my doorbell. So I'll unplug it. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's your doorbell! I didn't expect a doorbell like that, and it's in my bedroom, so if the doorbell goes, I prefer a gentle awakening. Nobody expects so, the Spanish Inquisition. So the, the doorbell is unplugged now. What were we talking about? It was, it was going to be. A cheap anyway. weapon is a musical doorbell. <laughs> so originally, it was going to be episode 64. But then our, our interview with um, with Marcus Churchill became two episodes, so it became sixty five. Um, oh no, it was going to be interview sixty. It was going to be number sixty three, wasn't it? And then no. our inter- interview with Marcus <laughs> became two episodes, so it became sixty four. And then now it's going. Oh no, it's going to be. Yeah. No, we, so right. So, 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 so what question? So, so, so we so just recorded episode sixty five. <laughs> yeah, I was say, so, so, so what I'm getting for this is you, you guys have absolutely no idea how many. How many I know yeah. exactly. What so I'm doing. just, I'm just losing track. Just this <laughs> one you. has, has slipped twice. Does. Once, once because an interview that was going to be one episode became two episodes, and um, and, and then again because I had something to say about those two episodes. <laughs> I'm once noticing our, once a theme guest here. Left. Noting a common theme here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, speaking of episode numbers. Um, what episode are we on today, folks? 76. 76. We are, but we are not just on episodes, episode 76. This is, this is technically a very special episode uh, because although this is episode 76 of our Reign of Winter story, it, this is actually the 100th episode that Tales from 20 Side have released, including Ooh. all our specials and stuff. A centennial. Blimey, it. is it really? It is. We've done 24 other episodes. 
We have. We, we did all the Rose Street Re- Revenge. Uh, we had the very special, the Honey Heist with Lion Lodge. And there was Re- uh, Rezark's Mausoleum as well. Uh, it, it yeah, so up. There were eight Rose Streets. Yes. Uh, three Honey Heist, so that's 11. Yes. Three Lion Lodge, uh, so that's 14. 14. Uh, there were four Rezark's Mausoleum. Uh, that's 18. Uh, there was the end of book one special. There was. That's nineteen. There was. There was the one year special, which I think was a ended was up being sort of two, three or four. Two or three. Yeah. 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 It adds yeah. up, doesn't it? You know, yeah, it I, was prepared, I was prepared to just take the word for it, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> it just twenty-four sounded like a lot, but yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is a lot. Quick. Yeah. Quick. Well, happy, happy. 100th yeah. birthday to us and um, I'm only drinking ha- green tea happy so, happy technical te- technical um, 100th birthday so, mm-hmm. so Danny you've, you've kept this this like oh it's 100 episodes where is the cake um in the I'm shop really sorry guys <laughs> so there's no cake Obviously, we were supposed to record this episode last week, but um, we had to cut the record short because uh, people weren't mm. feeling very well uh, so I'm sorry, but I ate it, Amy. It's it's been a long week. Mm. I've been very hungry. Oh come on, you can do, Dom, You should have just said something about the driver shortage or something. You know? <laughs> it's, it's still waiting for it. Yeah, the supermarket shelf where they sell the cake shelf is still empty in the local supermarket. The cake shelf <laughs> is still empty, which is the worst state for a cake shelf to be in. Mm-hmm. Mm. Unless you're the reason country. the cake shelf is empty, in which case you're probably satisfied. Yeah, yeah, that's true because because you've got cake. <laughs> Speaking of people not being well, how are you doing this week, Darren? Uh, I'm all right. I'm on the on the mend. I feel a lot better than I did a week ago. Well enough mm-hmm. to good. go back that's to good. work. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's I'm, enough to make I'm anyone okay. feel ill. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're sounding a lot better. Yeah, I feel much better. Yeah, you don't. Oh, yeah. You don't sound like you're trying to stop your lungs from leaping out your chest. Oh, I felt like absolute crap. But I did go into work um, for like half a day, and then was like, "Yeah, I don't want to be here right now." So I went home and spent mm. several days in bed, packing my guts up. But I felt alright on the fair enough sort of Sunday evening so, to work this week. Yeah, well, glad to. Glad to hear you're uh, you're on the mend, Darren. Not, not, good, nice to have you back with us. Thank you. Nice to be back. Cool. It is nice to be back, uh, and um, that feels like a pretty good place to uh, to move back back into the game, folks. What do you reckon? Speaking of people being at death's door and you know just scraping through. There's your segue. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. One day, one day, Stu, I'll start paying paying you for these. But... <laughs> when we start, when we start getting that sweet, sweet ad revenue in, you can have an extra penny off my share. <laughs> I don't know how much you think ad revenues are, but a penny is probably the sum total. It all uh, adds up. Look up the pennies. <laughs> the pounds soon follow. Uh, anyway, yes, so uh, moving back into our game of Pathfinder, uh, our adventurers, Olwyn Templeton, Brother Amos, Otto von Niederschläger, and Della Thornbury, um, have just defeated uh, the uh, the white wolf known as Martian Exorian, um, sort of large, monstrous white, uh, white wolf. Um, Sorry, not white, white wolf. Winter wolf. There we go. Get, get, get the name of my own creature right. He, he was white though, wasn't he? Until I he, singed him. He was very white, very, very white, um, with these sort of uh, strange, strange, sort of vibrant blue and purple eyes. Um, yeah. So you fought, you, you fought this individual known as um, as Marcion Exorian. Uh, in doing so, he revealed himself to be a winter wolf, and uh, a desperate battle ensued in which uh, Olwyn was uh, was brought to the ground and on was on death's door for a very short period of time. Uh, but uh, eventually, they pulled through. Uh, they managed to defeat Marcion, um, and uh, in in sort of de- defeating 
this this sort of crime overlord of the area and his two ogre bodyguards, uh, you found yourselves alone in Marcion's guardhouse. And uh, a quick search around quick, soon revealed that um, uh, Ringir Mal- Malenkov, the uh, the smuggler who you had come here to find, um, was um, was imprisoned in a room upstairs. Uh, De- Della released him, and he was reunited with uh, with Nadia, um, who is um, who uh, was the the wife of his 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 late brother. And uh, he he's he's kind of just just come downstairs to sort of greet you all, as as Alwyn takes some time to um, treat every, everybody's injuries. And kind of just as we just as we left off last session, uh, you became aware of a laughter outside, uh, like a like a small group of people making their way toward the guardhouse. Uh, the main doors that you had entered through swung open, and in stepped uh, three more of these. Uh, these erstwhile guards, the, these fish camp guards, and uh, they they sort of as they as they stumbled into the room, uh, they saw the carnage that that had happened, and uh, with a simple call of "What the fuck has happened here?" That is where we bring ourselves back in. Mm. So the four of you, uh, the four of you, watch as these three these three uh, young men, uh, all dressed in sort of rag- ragged leathers, and uh, each sporting one of these blue and purple armbands. Um, they there is a silence in the room as they 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 look around. They see what's happened. They see the bodies of the ogres. They see the body of the large winter wolf, and they turn. Uh, toward the door, and they bolt back through it. What would you all like to do? Well, I suppose we'd better catch up with them, hadn't we, and stop them. Um, Chardonnay! Track them down and kill. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll instruct Chardonnay to go chasing after them, and I'll pick myself up and chase after them myself. All right. Um, so, uh, as as you're sort of taking, as you send Chardonnay off toward the door, um, and you and you sort of get and you get and you get get to your feet, Orwin, um, you hear you hear Ringier call over to you um, from where he is at the bottom of the stair- stairs with Nadia. Um, let them go. Well, they might tell the guards in White Throne. I don't think they will. Let let, let them go. You saw how, how you saw how, how how scared they were. All right then. Okay, I'll call Chardonnay back. Yeah, you do. I mean, I wasn't planning on killing them. Much. I mean, you oh, you, uh, uh, you, you, literally, you literally told your wolf to kill them. You 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 just said that. Oh, that's that. Yes, he he code. did he did say that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I wasn't going to do anything until until you said Chardonnay kill, and I thought, yes, let's let's just kill them because they're be- better safe than sorry. And they're police, so you know, we well, killed police. That's a very loose loose term. They were they they are. I'm sure you've encountered them uh, up to date here. Um, they are little more more than thugs in Morrison's employ. Most of them are boys. They. Let them go. They'll be. You saw them come in. They saw what happened here. They they did not want to tangle with you at all. They they saw what the fuck had happened here. That they did. Anyway, apologies, friends. I am. I uh, I understand. I have all of you to thank for my rescue. My name is Ringir Malenkov. Uh, Pleased to meet you. Hello. Likewise, I'm Owen. this is Chardonnay. I am so, Otto. Otto, good to meet you. It's a good, it's a good strong name. I'd expect Thank you. From, yes, I've always thought so. I'd expect nothing. I'd expect nothing less from a dwarf. And this is Fred. I'm Brother Amos. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, nice to meet you all. Thank you all for. Uh, for for springing me from this place, I uh, I can't say I'm sad to uh, to hear Marcion has uh, has passed away. Was he really? I had no idea he was a he was a winter wolf. It, it came as a bit of a surprise to us as well. No, no, yes, we we saw we saw it. 
winking, like obviously. <laughs> so, it's it's. We, I I just find it find it quite strange because um, the winter wolves normally they can only take human form within the walls of the city. Uh, they cannot uh, they cannot do so outside. So there's something something special about him for sure, but. Uh, He's dead now, so I guess what does it matter? No I'll use just... crying over spilt milk. That's what hang, hang on, I want to just so so he can change form when he's inside the city, but not when they're outside the How does that work, like mechanically and technically? Because what happens if they're in the thread if they've got one foot sort of inside the city and one foot sort of outside, can can they change then? I mean what's the what's causing them to be able to change within the city and that means they can't change outside the city and and wouldn't this count as part of the city anyway? And what happens if the walls of the city sort of expand and, and cities grow all the time? Or or if you were to knock down the well like like what <laughs> my the friend, fuck? My, my, my friend, friend my has friend. many questions. I think you might be a little delirious from blood loss. Come, let's let's rest. But uh, but also that does raise an interesting question. That uh, it must mean that the cities are preferred to allow a wolf to to a, a winter wolf to enter the city gates on the understanding that he will transform into a human being uh, once he's inside the wall and not just not just uh, run amok and tear people's heads off. Well, no, he'd he'd. But- He'd walk into the city as a person and then no, turn a into a wolf, which a city is not really a you know sort of a, a normal place for a wolf. So that's no, a bit R- odd. Ringier said they can only take human form in a city, so they've got to enter the city as a wolf. Oh, yes, so they, they can, can, they can only right. they can they can only take human form within the city of White Throne. It's an ancient pact they have with Baba Yaga. Ah, so about the White Throne allows white wolves in. Ah, so so the answer to all my questions is magic. <laughs> That's a pretty good, uh, pretty good answer. Okay. But, um, you, my, my new friends, you seem surprised that uh, that winter wolves can can roam white for, white white throne f- freely. Um, do you not know that uh, it is a city of monsters? We know shit. Yeah, not local. Yeah, no, there's. Uh, there's, there's that wasn't made clear to me before we set off. I can see that, but um, come now, no. Um, you seem to be travelling with uh, the lovely wife of my late uh, my late brother. Um, I know she's I know she's uh, got a good good head, head on her shoulders. She must have she must have told you on, on your, your your travels. Going to turn and look at Nadia pointedly. City of monsters, eh? <laughs> Oi, you were told this. I was not told this. Was I drunk? Yeah. I, I must have forgotten. Probably. Probably. You probably were. Ah. Remember oh, when we had the conversation? When we had the conversation about um, if you're human and you're not Jadwiga, you're a slave? Yes, but I thought Jadwiga was like just nobles. It is. But what I mean is, if you're a human and you're not Jadwiga, you're a slave. That's right. what I said. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not getting the monsters bit. But what, what sort of <laughs> monsters can we expect to find anyway? Uh, oh, there's there's all sorts. There's there's ogres. There's trolls. There's it's a it's a it's a real. Um, I, I can't re- really just dis- describe it. Like, like you, you know, go- goblins, all sorts. Um, it's the way White Throne's always been. I'm we, sure we I told go- you. I must have told you this. We are we are going to die there. This quest of ours is cursed. No, 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 I you're not. <laughs> Goblins and trolls and wolves. Oh my! Mm. <laughs> um, so, so Ringe sort of, sort of carries on. So, um, Nadi here mentions a uh, a a quest. Um, is is that why? Uh, is that why you seek out a smugglers? A, a uh, a humble sm- smugglers such as myself. Well, I know it's been a week since we last recorded, but actually it was me that said we're on a quest to save the world. Somebody else literally just said the word, the word quest. Yes. I only yes. popped out for a pint of milk when I bumped into these guys. That's <laughs> true. It's true. They would find you all covered in blood. I mean, you're covered in blood now, so... Yeah. I, I don't even remember what I was doing when, when, I, when I decided to come along on this... Uh, we were thing. drinking. 
So yeah, drinking in the pub. I imagine. <laughs> We're getting so, drunk. A lot of the best, a lot of the best stories happen uh, by starting with a drink. Look at Caden Kalian. He, he he got drunk one night, and now he's a god. Yes, uh, I'll bring up the stein. Caden mm. Kalian. Um. Uh, yes. So anyway, um, you didn't really answer my question there. What? Uh, what is it you seek with uh, with, a, with an old smuggler such as myself? To smuggle us into the city. Hmm, okay. Interesting. For uh, for what pu- purpose? Save the world. That's uh, rather broad. Could you be a little more specific? Well, we've got these blood-soaked items that we need to drop into a specific cauldron so that we can bring back Baba Yaga because her daughter's been like on the throne for too long and not like relinquished um, bring back over to her sister. Yes. Bring back Baba Yaga, you say? Yes. Then the rumours are true. We've uh, we all knew that Elvana was. Um, we got the sense that she was overstaying her welcome on the throne somewhat, but I didn't realize that she'd actually managed to do something to her mother. I thought it was all just hearsay stories, but um, I guess that explains why she abolished the the, the Iron Guard. I guess that explains why she, she declared mar- martial law in the city. That, that would do it, yes. Martial law, you say? That'd be a handy thing for one of us to write down. <laughs> Look pointedly at Della. <laughs> for, for, pod, for podcast listeners, Amy has just ra- raised a hand as, as though to indicate as though she's on it. <laughs> yeah, it might not last till next week, though. I'll read that. <laughs> These Iron down. Guard have been destroyed. Who, who were the Iron Guard? So the, the Iron Guard are, uh, or rather they were, they were uh, White Throne's guard, guard force, absolutely loyal to Baba Yaga herself. They were formed by, by the Witch Queen um, a thousand year, years ago when she first formed Irison. And uh, they've, they've remained loyal to her since, but um, recently, perhaps a month or so ago, um, Queen Elvana forcibly disbanded them. Um, they, they were either killed at their posts or they were driven underground or banished from the city entirely. entirely. And uh, in, in their place, uh, she now has the Winter Guard, which is a guard force loyal to, to Elvana herself, not to her, her mother. Yes, it's hard for me to feel sorry for any sort of guards. Um... But if it's an opportunity to take on this winter guard, all what do you better. mean? What do you I'm, mean? Is how do you feel to feel sorry, sorry for, for for guards? Are you a, are you are you you a, uh, a cop killer? Don't don't like police. Well, more by circumstance than by you know. Yes. So that's Hit a me yes. Over the head then. with a metal bar, you know. So so we killed them all. Mm. Right. Well, that seems like a uh, a gross over over reaction, if you ask me. That's us. That's, well, that's you know, one, well, this, that's, but that's weird. One, you know how one thing leads to another, a situation gets out of hand, and next thing you know, you're surrounded by corpses. Mm. You never, he, he, you never intended it to end that way. Or you didn't, he sort of wake up that morning deciding to do it. He sort of folds his arms as you as you say this and looks over to Nadia. Nadia, where, where did you say you met these people? Nadia uh, sort of pipes up and says. Um, they're all right, Ringir. Um, I think they're not coming across quite as well as they'd like to. They're good people. They saved me from... They saved me from, uh, Najena's little protege, Radisek. He took me prisoner in, in, in the Pale Tower to the south. They came up, they rescued me. Um... He killed Radisek too. And they killed Ra- killed Ra- Radisek. And his Trust police me. force. <laughs> and his entire police was it, but you know, oh, oh, only, half them. only half of them. Oh, and maybe, maybe stop saying that. Maybe stop saying <laughs> that out loud. <laughs> um, 
But um, no, no, uh, Ringear, they're they're all right. You can, I I I vouch for them. Uh, they helped me find out what what happened to. They helped me find out what happened to. To my daughter. To Thora. I trust him. And uh, Ringear sort of closes his eyes, uh, in like a like a long blink. All, 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 all right then. If uh, if Nadia vouches for you, that's good enough for me. Plus, you did save my life, so I suppose I owe you a favor. Yes, I can get you into the city. What, uh, what has, what has my my late brother's darling wife told you about me? That you can that you can get us into the city, she said. That's uh, yes, a reasonable you, assumption. We will fail we, miserably. We, we, we won't get into the city. Yes. Yes. What else has she told you about me? Has she told you how I came to be here? What did she? Or what, maybe she did. I probably wasn't listening. Um, uh, I might have been drunk. And, uh, uh, well, I mean, you know, all these tales are best off, you know, from like the horse's mouth. So. Yes, is it is it important? Indeed, they are. Uh, it's it's not. Uh, you never know what's important, important until later on. I, I never know what's important later on either. No, it's not. In, <laughs> it's not completely important. Important, but I, I find in my old age, I, uh, I, I like to indulge in my own story a little. You know, you know what I mean. Ah, oh, well, uh, feel free. Yes, so I came to White Throne uh, many, year, many, year, many year, year, years ago now. Uh, you see, my um, I had a family once, a wife and a child. They were they were taken prisoner by uh, by some of Elvana's people, and I came here to get them back. Uh, unfortunately, I. Uh, well, that was twelve year, twelve year, years ago, and I've never seen them again. There's been there's been no no trace of them the entire time. But uh, I don't say this because I want your I want your sympathy. In fact, I do not. I just want you to I just want you to know who you who you you're dealing with here. Um, I, I seem to remember hearing something about you being jailed for sedition. Yes, that was uh, that was the work of um, the illustrious Mister Exorian over there. He mm. looks over, he, he he looks pointedly over at the um, the body of the Winter Wolf. Yes, and uh, I suppose technically he was right. I was um, I was attempting to wo- to organise the citizens of the fish camps. I mean. You've been here for here for for a little while. You must have seen how they how they treat the fisher the fishermen. Oh yes, we we came across mm. a bunch of, uh, of of Martians thugs when we first arrived, picking on someone, and mm. we assisted. Um. <laughs> it's all right, my friend. I I'm not offended by the word "killed" if that's if that's what you mean. But we didn't kill all of them. All right, that's good. That's a start. But uh, yes, so um, te- te- technically, Marcian was was correct. I was uh, attempting to organise the citizenry here, uh, basically to uh, to take advantage of the increased security in White Throne uh, because they because they are looking after their, their their own affairs much more. They care less about what happens down here. I saw an opportunity to. Uh, to push Marcian's kind out of the fish camps, give these people uh, a little bit of respite. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, I'm not as I'm not quite as sly as I was in my young, in my my younger days. I got 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 a little little sloppy, and I got caught. Right. So. Uh... But uh, regardless, I I um I can I can be I can very much be of use to you to get you into the city itself um, there's a there's a forger I know his name is his name is Rat Digby Rat and 
he'll be able to, he'll be able to get you the, the appropriate papers to wander the city freely without uh, too many questions being asked. Right. I mean, Would we. Would you know how we could get in contact with any of the Exile Guard? I. Well, actually, it's funny you ask because um, once we once I get you your your, your papers, there will be someone I wish to in- introduce you to. Um, have you heard of uh, the Heralds of Summer's Return? No. If we have, we need reminding. Would anybody like to roll a society check? Uh, yeah. I won't because I'm a minus one with my society. I'll roll a society check. I tell you what, in this specific case, in this specific case, Alwyn, I'll let you have religion instead because of reasons. I'll definitely take religion. Uh, Well, I I have 13, so. 13? 21. 21 for Della and for Brother Amos? 18. 18, okay. Mm hmm. 26 on religion. Okay. Uh, Otto and Amos, um, that phrase is completely new to you. Um, Della and Olwyn, you have both heard the name the Heralds of, 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 of Summer's Return, each for different reasons. Della, you've heard whispers of this, uh, of the name of this, of this group. Um, they are largely irrelevant to you, uh, given your past uh, growing up where, where you did, but given the circles that you move in, occasionally occasionally you hear things. You've heard whispers of basically a rebel faction within uh, within the land of Irison uh, who basically are, are working to um, basically bring 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 back summer. They, they, they sort of conspire against um, the White Witches, they conspire against uh, the Queen, uh, the current Queen, and ultimately their kind of ultimate goal is to find some way to get Baba Yaga to release her hold on on Irison and and allow Summer to return to the land. Olwyn, you've heard of this group. Um, In fact, you you have heard, heard Quite a lot about about, about about this group. You know that the, uh, the heralds of, of Summer's Return are a uh, they are a sect of Milani worshippers uh, based in in uh, in Irison. Right. And uh, with that, I will say that um, Milani is kind of known as the goddess of of. Well, of freedom and of rebellions and of guerrilla warfare and of, of all that sort of thing, um, and as such, her worship is prescribed in most kind of ty- ty- tyrannical nations. Uh, prescribed, proscribed, proscribed, verboten. Uh, right, thank you. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'll share what I know with everyone. Yeah. Same. Yes. So, and uh, Ringe continues as you as you you deliberate. Yes. So, um, Nadia, this will be news even to you, I, I imagine. You see, not not long after I I came to White Throne and I attempted to find my wife and child, I was approached by an agent of the uh, of the of the heralds. Um, and uh, that they became they they really became the the, the reason why I stayed here. Um, they convinced me that even if I could not help my wife and child, I could still use my abilities to help others who needed it. And so I've spent the last twelve years smuggling those most desperate to leave out of the city, and also bringing in um, various supplies uh, to people who who need them mostly mostly food shipments that that kind of thing but uh, yes to, to answer answer your question my my uh, my halfling acquaintance these ex iron guard when Elvana took full control of the city um, 
as I say, a number of them, those who weren't killed, I either fled the city or they uh, they went un- underground. Those who those who went underground found themselves in contact with the heralds of Summer's, Summer's Return. Now, I will say this, they are not exactly friends with each other, but for, for now at least, they are allies of convenience. So if you wish to speak with uh, with some I- I- Iron Guard, I can introduce you to Solvig, er- Solvig Erdal, who is the uh, the leader of the Heralds, and he can put you in touch with them. Uh, that's, a, that's a really good idea, Della. Because I suppose we are on the side of Baba Yaga, aren't we? In a way, yes, yes. Well, you say you're trying to find her and free her. Uh, I'd say that puts you on her side. Yes. And uh, yes. whilst I whilst I uh, I can't claim to have any love lost for for the Witch Queen, I uh, I recognise that she at least keeps her dealings away from from this land. Whereas Queen Elvana, if she is seeking to overthrow her her mother, that could be a problem not just for for Irson but for the 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 rest of Galarian too. Mm. Well, we just don't want the world to turn into a snowball, basically. That's a that's a good that's a good mo- motivation. Or, or a sheet of ice, if you believe the flat Galarian society people. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the funny thing about the flat Gal- Gal- Galarian society is that they have members all over the globe. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yes. Every corner. <laughs> all right. So, um, the four of you are looking a little beat up, and I'm not surprised. Um, the winter wolves can be vicious in, in a fight. So, um, you did well to take down Morrissey the way you did. But um, come, I, I have a hut n- nearby that I think uh, you could you could use you can you can use to 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 rest and regain your strength if you wish. Oh God, yes, please. <laughs> yes, let us do that. All right. Is there uh, anything else you wish to, to do here? Oh, I, I had a, a question. If you're smuggling us in, um, is there any way you can help us sort of maybe blend in appearance-wise? Not just papers, but, you know, like disguises as locals? Because we're quite probably a bit tanned for this area. You are, but um, what I will say is that's not as uncommon in the cities perhaps you might think I'll explain more when we get uh, when we get to when we get to Digby's place okay we just don't want to stand out I mean you will stand out but um I don't think in in a way that will be uh, suspicious at least at least not unless you draw attention to yourselves yourselves no we, we would never do that yes I can't see anything like that happening <laughs> maybe he, maybe he, we composes he, Jadwiger. He raises and he raises and he raises an eyebrow as Otto says this. <laughs> uh, and uh, actually, um, Alwyn was it you said your name was? That, that's me. Yes. Uh, that actually is um, an idea I had f- I had for you. Uh, what the hell? I- I'll explain now. You see, within the Jadwiger, uh, within the the lesser Jadwiger, there is. Um, I suppose you could call them a faction called the Stilyagi. And you see the Stilyagi are uh, I, su- I suppose the um, the best way to, to describe them is that they are young nobles. New money, in a way, if you wish. Um, and they like to show off that, that their, we- their wealth and their sophistication. And as such, they often have um, retainers and entourages from uh, from elsewhere in in, Gol- in Gol- Golarian, half elves, dwarves, halflings, even uh, even folk as um, even folk as, uh, as 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 tanned and tawny skinned as you. 
what one of the things that um, Digby can do for for you is um, he, he, he basically has three different levels of papers he can forge for you and really the highest level is the is to make you uh, appear, appear to be a member of a, a, a Stilyagi's household. There, there are so many in the city that um, there, there is no official way to count them. These passports he's forging us, can mine be blue? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, we used to do them in blue, but um, the ink always comes out black. <laughs> but uh, yes, certainly there, there will be no... Uh, no uh, Red or red or burgundy passports. Who want? Who who would want those? I know. Filth. Sure, to use with those. And uh, if you if you like, you can even have a crown etched onto your tankard. <laughs> yes, that would be that would be nice. Yes. Uh, uh, d- yes. Anyway, um, come. Let's um. If you're you're done here, let's uh, let's let's go and let's go and uh, rest somewhere somewhere a little little more comfortable. Is it far? Uh, it's it's not it's not far. I'm um, my my place is down by by the docks. Should we do anything about this? And I'll point around the room at the, the dead wolf and the ogres. Uh, you, you mean tidy up? I mean, we never well, have done before. Is, is anyone going to come in here and cause? Yeah. Mm. You, you mean take a take a lucky wolf's paw? Is that a thing? It could be if you want it to be a thing. I'm okay. Um, maybe one of these keys that I picked up um, can shut lock the front door. Maybe. I mean, personally. I wouldn't worry too much. You see, this place was abandoned before Martians thugs moved in and took it over. I I doubt anyone will be. I doubt a- anybody except any of his guards who were still out are, are going to come back here. Um, the only thing that um, I guess you could do is, if you were were to tidy up, then that at least would stop the place f- place from smelling. So, so what you're saying is this is now ours. It could be, if you wish it. Like I say, open this, the windows where the ogres have been here. Yeah. This, uh, this, this library has been out of commission for some time. Um, like I say, Martians thugs were the were the only people who really used it. Um, yes, I suppose technically this is this is your this is your your place now. Nice. I, it's the way I, of the fish camps. I have a question, Ringier. Obviously, you know the fish camps really well, and we've just basically we've just created a power vacuum, haven't we? Um, so, first of all, who's going to keep law and order in the fish camps? And There's not really much need for need, need for for it. Um, before Marcion moved in with his thugs, um, the fishermen solved all their their disputes amongst themselves do they slap each other with fish (laughs) they do if you ask them really really nicely (laughs) Um, well I suppose that leads on to my second question which is are there any people in the fish camps who might think hmm Marcium was onto a good thing there so I'll emulate what he did now he's gone and step up and you know make us have to deal with them. No, we, we'll be gone by then. Can we preempt mm. that? You, you can see the power vacuum in our wake. <laughs> you can see that you, you can see that you can see that Ringier thinks to himself for a moment. Uh, hmm. Yes, there are a couple of um you could say undesirables in the uh, in the camps, but um nobody really with the force of personality to uh to take a position like 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 Marcion did, everybody I can think of is small time. Um, if they became a problem, the fishermen would put them down. Mm. Probably it's wouldn't nice hurt to, to have rumors going around that if anyone does try anything like that, 
they'll have to deal with us. Well, if you wish to sow such rumours, by all uh, by all means, do so. Isn't that just inviting trouble from anyone mm. who chances his arm? Why don't we just discreetly leave and and move on to the next stage of our, our quest, our bold Grab quest it. to save the world? Like but, I, like I say, I can see that you're uh, you're concerned about um about what what you've done here. Like I say, I I wouldn't be the the fish camps have ruled themselves for a long time. They've been out they've been outside of uh, of White Throne's grasp for a long time, and they've been just fine. They will I'm sure they will continue to be just fine. Okay then, Alwyn, your heart is in the right place, but you do worry about all sorts of things that probably don't concern us. Yes, yes for a for a cop killer for for a uh, a self confessed cop killer it. Uh, it says a lot about you that you worry about these people. Well, yes, people, because people don't want to be oppressed by, you know, corrupt cops. No, I keep I using this word agree. "cop." It's an interesting word. It is. It's a it's a local slang for the for the police force. Interesting. interesting. It stands for uh, "keep on policing." <laughs> keep on policing. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> That's some ancient dialect meaning caper, meaning to mm. capture, you see. <laughs> I, mm. uh, yes, anyway, so um, shall we go? I can have uh, warm food, comf- well, I, I say comf- comfortable bed, so I can at least have you a, a, a nice, a, a warm, safe place to sleep for, for, for the night. Yes, is there, a, is, is there a locksmith in the fish camps? In the fish camps? No, I, I mean... You could probably find there is a smith on the on the on the waterfront, um, but he he really deals in larger things. You could ask him if he could do you a lock, but I wouldn't hold your breath. Oh, oh, hang on, um, Della, when mm. you when you released Ringgit, did he have like chains and a lock? Uh, uh, I'm gonna say let's roll let's roll a dice. You used a key to release him, I, but Alwyn doesn't know that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Stew, odds or evens? Uh, I'm going to say odds. Okay. Ring gear did not have a lock on it. It, it, it was it was it was one of these ones that, um, although there was a lock on the ch- on the chain, the lock was kind of part of the chain. If that makes sense. Okay. It wasn't wasn't like a padlock holding everything in place. Can we uh, can we have a look round see if we can find a padlock? Yeah, you absolutely can. Let's have a let's have a. Uh, oh, let's yes. remember what the Pathfinder skills are because I've been doing fifth edition all week. Um, let's canvas the place. Everything. <laughs> it's usually perception to look for it things. Probably going to be perception. Let's have perception rolls from everybody. Twenty one. Twenty-seven. Uh, Thirty. Uh, I rolled. I don't think it matters, but I rolled a natural one. <laughs> Crit card. Amos is blind now. <laughs> Amos falls on your ass while looking. <laughs> uh, Brother Amos, you find an absolutely fascinating corn dolly. Uh, everybody else, um, yeah. This is a. This was once. Uh, this was once a library, sort of, sort of built to out, built to out, outquip, um, outquip, e- equip, uh, sort of horses and beasts of burden uh, for long journeys. That that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, there there is a whole bunch of kind of just mundane gear that that is stored in this in this place. Um, most of it has long si- since si- since been been ruined. Um, but you do kind of get get the sense that, I mean, if if there's anything from uh, the adventuring gear list in the core rulebook, sort of j- just basic adventuring supplies, you know, torches, bedrolls, water skins, backpacks, that that sort of thing, you, you you quite quickly find that as much as some of this stuff has been ruined, a lot of this is still in very good very good condition. So, if you wanted something like I don't know, some saddlebags or, um, or like 
some tools or crowbar, that sort of thing. You could probably gather those things from here. Um, in regards to specifically looking for a lock, Della, with your with your thirty on your search on your check to search there, um, yeah, you do find sort of tucked behind the counter, um, almost as if it was put in in a very uh, a very a very kind of kind of safe safe location. You do find uh, a lock. Looks to be. Um, for reasonably good quality, uh, this is an, an average lock. This what you're looking for, Alan? That's perfect. Yes, um, we can give it to Otto for the cozy cabin. Throw it. <laughs> <laughs> Look fast. Do I need to throw an, uh, make an agility roll to catch? Yes, it? do it. <laughs> Dodge it because it's a I huge mean, chunk of metal. <laughs> if you want to, you can make a reflex saving throw, Otto. Reflex. Uh, if you want to. I want to. Ah. 28. Okay. Uh, as you as you flick uh, this this lock through the air, the, the air Della, um, for a second it, it looks like Otto hasn't even seen it coming. It's about to bean him in the back of the head, and then he just, like, whips up a hand, whoosh, catches it in <laughs> midair. <laughs> Don't underestimate me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Otto, Otto uh, please add an average lock to your to your inventory. Average lock. Yes. Yeah. So does any, does does anybody else want to pick up anything? Yeah, going to add a crowbar. Yeah. You could do some damage with that. You never know. Um... Crowbar and a bit of chain. Crowbar, yeah, you, you, you can sort of get get yourself a small small length of chain. Um, that there's there's not much chain here. There's may, there's maybe about fifteen foot worth of chain that's in that's in that's in usable condition. Fifteen foot will do me nicely. And uh, kind of with your looting well and truly done now, uh, the four uh, ring gear leads you all out of out of uh, Marston's guardhouse. And uh, kind of as you step outside, um, uh, and he he he, begin, he begins to lead you down toward toward the waterfront. Uh, let's have a quick perception roll from uh, from everybody. Um, just before we leave the door, can I lock it with one of the keys that I have? Uh, y- yes. I'm going to say yes. Okay, cool. Twelve. I can't remember exactly how many keys I had on there. But I'm going to say. I yes. rolled a natural I- one, so ten. Twenty-four. Um, is this perception? Um, yes. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So Alwyn, kind of as you're stepping outside, and um, uh, Ring Gear begins to lead you towards uh, towards the waterfront and his his place to stay for the night. Uh, you kind of see, uh, just nestled in the snow, um, you see a a strip of blue and purple cloth that appears to have been hastily torn off off someone. Aha. I think I think they've quit their jobs. Like I said, you didn't you didn't need to worry, to worry about them. Okay. Um, it's important that nobody knows we're coming. Probably said okay. that a bit loudly. <laughs> yeah, I think the yes, people in the back uh, didn't hear. Let's see. That's a little bit bit worrying, but come this way. And Ringier leads you through uh, through through the fish camps uh, down down to the waterfront, and eventually you f- you find yourselves outside um, a small shack, uh, which uh, Ringier produces a key for and opens up, and uh, kind of le- leading you all inside. Um, co- come on, come on in, in now, now, my friends. Watch your head. Watch your watch your watch your watch your your head. It's a, the ceiling's a little low. You're pretty Is it that low for me? Party. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's for for Otto for Otto and and Della, it's absolutely fine. Uh, Amos and Alwyn, <laughs> you do need to duck slightly to avoid kind of clonking your head, doing a Gandalf on your way in. Ringir's uh, human, isn't he? Ringir is a human, yes. Okay. Why? Um, I mean, really, really appreciate you um you you taking us in and all the help you're giving us, but why? Why do you live somewhere with such a low ceiling? Um, Subside, subsidence. 
So, so it was it was higher when you built it. Wouldn't it was a lot higher floor? when I when I first first moved in. It, it used to be like a cathedral. Have the you tried digging down, down? At the same rate. Oh no, no, it did. It's just the door that's uh, that's a little low. And and you sort you sort of step inside and you see that there's a there's a there's a there's a there's like a like a two foot drop between between the door and the floor itself. Okay. It's almost as half as tall as I am. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like I like I like I say, dem demmed sinkholes. They 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 ruin property value around here. Am I am I right? <laughs> yes. I wasn't thinking of buying in this area anyway. No, we don't need we to. Need to. We've got a freebie. <laughs> we, we own a library. Yeah. yeah. Not a library, a library. We own a library. I wonder why there weren't any <laughs> books. There. Keep saying <laughs> library. <laughs> well, I'm a big reader. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> you are led into into Ringir's kind of uh, kind of place where where he lives. Uh, he, he you can see he 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 lights a few candles around the outside of the room, and eventually goes over, over to uh, what looks to be a hearth uh, that has gone gone semi cold, and uh, and gets a nice fire going. And uh, you spend a a very lovely evening, uh, sort of being looked after by him. Uh, you know he he gets you he, he gets you a hot meal. Um, he he doesn't have beds beds for you, all, but but there's there's plenty of space for you all to kind of bed down with your bed rolls and such, and yeah, you have a lovely evening where nothing goes wrong. <laughs> just for ease uh, nice. of things, can Alwyn just cycle through regaining his focus point by sipping from his stein and uh, doing lay on hands on everyone to make sure everybody's yeah. up full. Yes, yeah, please. yeah. You, you absolutely can. You absolutely right, can. Everybody's uh, up hit full hit points. Thanks. Fabulous. Thank you. Do I get my hero point back of uh, it? You well, got that back at the start of this this, this session. While we're oh. chilling here, um, does anyone know what this stick thing is that I picked up? And then I'll pick up that that stick thing that's half silver. Um, yes. Yes, you do. See, yeah. Was it a, a black I've... stick with with a white tip at each end? <laughs> not quite but it is um uh, uh, so so kind of as as De- as De- Della produces this object uh, the rest of you see that she's holding what appears to be um a piece of wood maybe maybe just over a foot long about sort of 14 15 inches um try to remember how i described it it's kind of um most of it seems to be silvery, sort of coated in, in, in like a silvery substance, and um, this, this 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 shaft of wood itself uh, seems to blur slightly as you as you would tend to look at it. Yeah, what is this? I've got no idea. Any of you guys know? Otto, you've got sort of arcane knowledge. I, I can I can detect arcane what? knowledge, arcana. Just- I've got a yes. little bit of Arcana. So, Shall I make yes, a roll? Re- well, remember. Remember back to the arcane things you know and think about mm. it. Maybe. I, if, if, yeah, so if, um, I mean, if, Otto, do you, do you wish to cast Detect Magic? Uh, yes, I will. Yes, I will. Let me um, Detect Magic. No rolls. Yeah. So as as you as as you kind of reach out with with detect magic, Otto, uh, hmm. you do indeed discover that this is um, you do indeed discover that this is a magical object, and um, kind of as as you as you focus as you focus as you focus on it, um, uh, yeah, you detect that this this has uh, quite a strong aura of illusion magic about it. Mm. This has quite a strong aura of illusion magic to it. Yeah. Uh, if you if you would like Otto, um, hmm. you can give me either an Arcana or an Occultism roll. Um, they're both the, the same, fairly low value, so I'll give you an Occultism roll. All right. Um, Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's safe to say that this is definitely a magic wand. 
um, mm. just by looking at it. You you get the sense that sense that this 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 has the ability to cast um, a particular spell once per day. Um, you can try mm. and cast it more, but it but it might break. However, with that roll, you're not quite sure what the spell is. I'll try it. Well, it is almost bedtime, so we might yeah. as well. Try it on me. <laughs> yeah. Has okay. somebody got a healing potion ready in case it goes horribly wrong? <laughs> Wouldn't it be better to do someone else? Rather, cause I, I, then you can help. Heal okay, yes, do it on Della. Okay. I know, Brother Amos is volunteering. Why, why don't, why don't we wait till tomorrow and, 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 and just do it on some passerby? Be- because if we wait till tomorrow, then you can't use it again tomorrow. But if you do it tonight, then we might it might come in useful tomorrow. Mm. So we go out and find someone and just Oh Brother Amos. You don't mind, do you, Brother Amos? I'm fine. Okay, do it. I I just I'll I'll, I'll wave oh, it. Oh yeah, there you go. Yes. Brother Amos. And turn him into a frog or something. <laughs> so Della, uh, so Della, as you point, uh, as you point uh, this this stick towards Brother Amos, is that correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't blame uh, me if Otto this goes horribly wrong. It. I don't know. You just well, told it's me magic. to wave it. It's magic, and Otto can use magic. So, oh, I'll give it. To I think you. Otto should be using it. So, oh, Brother Amos. You pass it over to Otto. Um, sure thing. So, so Otto, as, as as you take as you take as you take this stick in your hand, um, you do feel a tremor of magic within it, and it's definitely a magical magical wand. And you point it towards brother brother Amos, and uh, sort of calling on your own innate innate knowledge of magic, you 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 will the wand. Uh, to talk to uh, to talk to you and to, to allow you to use its magic, magic wand. Uh, do your worst. <laughs> uh, please make please make either an an arcana roll or an or an occultism roll. I'll do an occultism again, and this time it's twelve. <laughs> it's twelve. Okay, so uh, Otto, you you point this you point this wand towards Brother Amos. And uh, you come, you, you close your eyes, you take a deep breath, uh, you say some words that you didn't think you knew. The wand begins to vibrate slightly in your hand as it does so, and that's where we're going to end for tonight. From the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Fools. Music by Hooksounds.com and editing by Stu Jackson. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Discord by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting TalesFromTheTwentySide.com.
So, Darren, do you have a backup character? Is <laughs> <laughs> that a bad idea? Just pointing a brand new magic wand at someone. And go, Let's see what this does. <laughs> I mean, you did lay on hands, so might be all right. I did. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs> I was laying my hands everywhere, all over the place. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps a little more than is necessary. Oh, <laughs> that's suddenly very mm. creepy. <laughs> I regret saying that. And also gets a little bit of payback for me smacking him around earlier. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so with the wand in one hand, Otto casts fireball with the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 